When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Watching Minecraft develop is like watching a TV show. Each update is like a new season, bringing new plot twists, characters, villains, and revelations about the world. Many of these updates serve to flesh out areas of the game that aren't as developed as others. So, what features of Minecraft might be updated in the future? Let's find out in this episode of Dig Straight Down. What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC, recorded on January 9th, 2021. Guys, I hope you've been having a good week since last episode. Um, and for the introduction for this episode, I have a little bit of um, an update, I guess. Um, there's going to be a new upload schedule for this season, possibly for this whole year. From now on, I'm releasing an episode every other Monday. So that's an episode every two weeks from now on. Um, I'll be taking a break in June and I'll be taking another break in December. Um, so what that means is this season, season three is coming to an end, um, before June and then I'm picking up with season four in August and that will end in November. So that kind of gives you an idea of the the scheduling and, and when you can expect episodes to come out. Um, I'm spacing them out a little bit more um, because there's going to be a little bit more work involved in producing each episode because I'm going to be one trying to have more people on recording with me. Um, and two, I'm going to be telling these stories and I have to write, write this story, um, and then record it as well. So that is a little bit more work than what it used to be. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I think having more time to be able to work on it will be helpful as well as being able to take these months off just as a break and just to recollect my thoughts and to recalibrate and to make sure I'm headed in the direction that I want to go with this show. Anyway, that's just um, a little bit of an update there, so without further ado, guys, a lot of people have been waiting for this, so let's dig into this episode's Dragon's Egg Challenge. Now, for those of you who might be a little bit newer to this podcast, if you haven't listened to any of it before and this is your first episode listening... um. I'm telling a story in this podcast, and the story is set in a Minecraft world with characters, and 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 there's going to be a lot of world building involved. But this story has a series of challenges alongside of it. So, if you want to take part in these challenges, what you have to do is join the Discord and ask me for the quiz to be sorted into one of the teams. There's three teams, and if you want to join a specific team, if you have really strong feelings about which team you really want to be involved with and you don't want to take the quiz to find out a random team to be uh, to join, 
I can help you with, out with that. Just let me know. But yeah, in the last chapter of Oakenstone Academy, my character, Rebel, discovered the dragon's egg in the ruins of an ancient city. And so for this first ever challenge, this first ever dragon's egg challenge, I want you to come up with an idea for a new ruined structure in Minecraft. I want to see ideas about what it looks like, the kind of loot you might find there, what biome it appears in, what you might discover using the new archaeology system in the Caves and Cliffs update, and maybe even some lore and story about its history. These ideas will be judged on originality, attention to detail, and how well it fits into the world of Minecraft. Each team can put forward more than one idea, so don't be shy to disagree with each other and come up with your own ideas within your team. However, I really want to see the team members working together on this. I want to see a lot of good teamwork. Whichever team has the best idea, as determined by the judges, will win the Dragon's Egg and will have a full team member shout out in the next episode. Again, if you want to take part in this challenge, please join the Discord. Take the quiz to find out what, your what team you're in and you'll be able to join this challenge. Links to all of those things are in the description of this episode. So that being said, let's dig into the main discussion of the episode. And for the main discussion of this episode, I have with me Indigo Titan from the Discord. People will recognize them. Welcome, Indigo. Thanks for having me on, uh, Rebel JST. All right. Uh, also, uh, got uh, Spark Bandit from last time. Y'all remember him from last season? Return of the King. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Llama Face, also known as Ben. Hello. Yeah. And uh, everybody should on the Discord should recognize all these names because these guys are pretty active there. So um, anyway, for the to open up this main discussion, uh, guys, what are your most um, looked forward to features coming up in the Caves and Cliffs update? Unanimously, the Warden. I was, okay, I was hoping you'd say unanimously. Unanimously? I don't know. I think unanimously I don't know about unanimously. Warden. Collectively, collectively, yes. the warden. Mm. We need some spoop in Minecraft, you know. Absolutely, and that's 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 not too spoopy, but it's it's spoopy. We need that. Okay, so yours is the warden, and because it's spoopy, apparently. Okay. All right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> ben, what about you? Uh, probably the lush caves. Mm -hmm. Just because more plants is always a good thing, and axolotls are excellent. Yeah, I agree. I think I think. Aside from the warden, I think most of the people in the Minecraft community are looking forward to the axolotls. They're sort of like the the people have called them like the cute couple of <laughs> this coming update. Uh, Indigo. Uh, yeah, I'm also really excited for the uh, axolotl. Ax axolotl. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I've never known how to pronounce that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're really cute. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about those, uh, and also the warden for obvious reasons. Um, mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot of just uh, NPCs or uh, spawning things that, you know, really make you want to, you know, shiver, quake. Yeah. Quake <laughs> in your boots. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm really excited to just, uh, right. the experience of sneaking around in a cave and just hearing that little like drip of the, the warden. Yeah. The spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, we don't even know what the, the the deep dark biome is going to be, and that's where the warden's going to be spawning, I think, mostly anyway. 
So um, there's still a lot of mystery there, and hopefully we'll see what the deep dark is going to look like pretty soon. Um, I'm most excited about, and this is the unpopular opinion, the the archaeology system mm -hmm. that they're introducing mm -hmm. to this update, where basically you go to, I mean, from what I've understood, you can pretty much do archaeology anywhere in the world, but there's going to be specific archaeology sites that you can go to. And I, I imagine a lot of these are going to be like the ruined temples and things like that. And you just take a brush and just start brushing away the dirt and the sand and you just find things. I think the possibilities for that are pretty mind blowing. Um, and obviously, I mean, we're going to get the, uh, the pottery shards that you're going to be able to put together and make clay pots and the, the images on those pots are going to tell stories, but I kind of hope that we're going to get some unexpected, like cool treasures out of that. Not like diamond blocks or anything, but like, I want a cool sword or something. <laughs> right, right. Something unique that you couldn't obtain yeah, otherwise. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Um, but there, I mean, there's so many other cool things sure. coming. Um, I, I do wish more people were excited about the archaeo the archaeology update, but that seems to be the the one that people are the most divided on. I think you've told me a lot that I think a lot of the reason people don't like it is because it doesn't feel like Minecraft. It feels so like foreign. But every single update has something that doesn't seem like Minecraft, but it just grows to be a fan favorite later on. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about like um, pff, the warped forest, you know, that's now in the nether. Like it's blue. And you know, if we had seen that before the update had come out, before we knew it was an actual thing, we would have said, OK, somebody made a really cool mod, you know, and, and it looks cool. But that's not, you know, that's not vanilla Minecraft. But now when you see a warped uh, forest biome in the, the nether you don't think twice about it it's i mean it, it looks really cool but it seems to fit very well with the nether update anyway so um I, I will never say that something feels too modded because yeah i mean it is a modification to minecraft as we know it and then we accept it as the new norm so that's how i feel about it anyway yeah uh one thing that i'm actually really scared about is a spyglass because <laughs> i'm afraid my PC isn't going to be able to handle the uh, zooming in feature because oh, yeah. the chunks aren't going to want to load in. So That would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know if um, zooming into unloaded chunks will load those chunks. It might be um, limited to the chunks that are already loaded. But it, it, that would be interesting if it actually loaded the loaded chunks, you know, if you zoom into those unloaded areas. Right. There, that would actually be a... Um, a I, I want to imagine a useful mechanic for people who have like large bases with a lot of farms and they want to load bits of it remotely kind of um that would be interesting I, I don't know if that's what's going to happen but that would be cool if it did um so the the real main topic i guess the the, the main question that i had uh is what are some areas of minecraft as a whole right now that you guys feel is underdeveloped um because the reason that we're ha we have the cave update coming is because everyone wanted a cave update or a majority wanted the cave update because for a long time, and I totally agree with this, the caves were so boring <laughs> most of the time, unless you had some really weird generation, they were just very dull. Um, but now that, that that's why they're, they're updating the caves. So what are, what are those um, areas of Minecraft that you feel like are sort of boring and dull and could be fleshed out. What do you guys think? Uh, for me, it would mainly be the plants because 
really, we only have, unless it's like a food plant, you really only have grass and ferns. Yeah. And maybe cactus, you consider that. But like in the desert, for instance, cactuses, there are thousands of different kinds of cactuses. Mm-hmm. And in Minecraft, we only have one. Yeah. So it would be cool to have different kinds of cacti. Yeah. Or like those like barrel ones that like could be like almost like a bush block. Yeah. Or even like, like succulents. Yeah. The, the, um, <laughs> they did um, one of the biome updates that we could have voted on in the past. I can't remember what year it was or how long ago it was. But um, the desert was one of the options. And in their little video for it, it did show a new type of cactus with actually, you know, it was like the sprawling one that kind of grew massive and it has like the flowers on it. Um, that that was one of the things that they were potentially going to bring to the desert. And I think that they've said since that all of the biomes that they put forward as a option to vote on are eventually going to be updated with those features. So I mean, I hope that we will see like those really cool flowering cactuses. And I mean, that's the update that's going to bring us the, the vultures that we talked about previously in that one episode with Spart Bandit. Um, that was a really awesome idea. So yeah, um, Spart Bandit, what do you think? I would really like to see cooking kind of fleshed out just because like, like rabbit stew. I want more stuff like rabbit stew yeah. where you put <laughs> like ingredients, maybe in a new, you know, new crafting block, like an oven even. And you can craft more ornate recipes that include different ingredients from the game. I want to see like pot cooking and cauldrons. Mm-hmm. Similar yeah. to the style in the franchise Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I really like that cooking system. It's so funny how casually you brought Legend of Zelda into the conversation. <laughs> well, it's it, it's beautiful. The, the it, cooking in that game. It's just your favorite thing in the world right now. <laughs> it is. You don't have to call me out. But anyway, yeah, I, like, I really like the cooking in that game. And I think that could be beautifully adapted into Minecraft. Yeah, I love the idea of cooking in a cauldron. You can't really do anything with a cauldron right now. Um, you can do some redstone things, and you can use it to, um, obviously, to for brewing purposes, you can fill bottles out of it. I mean, you could do that with any water source. Um, and then eventually, in this new update, we're going to be able to put lava in a cauldron, which will give us a cool, you know, either a trash can or a lighting, in a new lighting block. Um, but other than that, they're pretty useless, um, in bedrock, and uh, I know Indigo and 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 uh, Spartman, y'all y'all kind of do bedrock. I think that's your your version anyway that you like to play. Yeah. Um, I've heard that you can actually do tipped arrows using a cauldron. Like you can fill a cauldron with potion. I, I'm not, I might be getting this completely wrong, but you can use a cauldron to make tipped arrows. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but yeah. I'm definitely going to try it. Yeah. I know you, you, there's, like, in a witch's hut, there's, like, a little bit of healing potion in the bottom of their cauldron. That's that's awesome to me. Yeah. So I know yeah. you can put potions in cauldrons. Yeah. I don't know about the tipping arrows, but that makes sense. Yeah. Well, because yeah. right now in, 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 in uh, Java, you can only make tipped arrows basically after you've killed the dragon. So, mm-hmm. And I don't think tipped arrows are that crazy powerful, you know? Like, it doesn't seem like... You have to go all the way to the end of the game, and then you get this oh man, kind of feature that's not that great anyway. That would have been much more useful in the middle of the game. Anyway, that's my opinion on. But I, I, I do I would like the uh, the ability to like make stews and in, in cauldrons and be able to like scoop it out with a, a bowl, you know? And, yeah, cheese. Yeah, cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dump some milk in a cauldron and leave it in a dark room for that's a couple of days. Actually, a great idea. <laughs> 
Um, Indigo, what, what, what's your what's your area of the game? I would uh, I would really like to see fishing to be fleshed out because um, right now it's pretty much just you know cast, you know click one button to cast, click one button to reel in. There's no baits. There's no yeah unique like baits that you can... I really want to see bait <laughs> mainly bait. Yeah, right? to be able to you know use bait as a consumable thing to put on your fishing line. And uh, use it to catch different types of unique fish. It would also be really cool if they incorporated the lunar cycle into fishing. And you can only catch certain types of fish at certain lunar cycles. That's interesting. Yeah. I, that would be amazing. Well, because when I think about fishing, too, you, you get a lot of loot from fishing. You don't just get the fish. You get tons of things. You get enchanted you know, books. You get um, other... You, saddles you get all sorts of things like junk really but Mm -hmm. some useful things maybe like the the lunar cycle could affect that too so that like you get more powerful loot from certain um moon cycles because they've taken out afk fishing stations like they've 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 nerfed that to where no one can really build those anymore and or not as effectively anyway so um that would be a way to kind of uh, compromise to where okay well if you wait till the moon looks like this and you go out fishing you have a higher chance of getting mending books or something like that that would be really cool and i love the idea of getting bait um if you could tie that in with like the archaeology um uh, system where you're like brushing away dirt and all of a sudden like a grub or something pops out and you're like okay i can use this to really to get some good fish yeah. or something uh, that would be really cool. Or even to flesh that idea more like an ancient fish hook or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like lures some. What is it like? Like a, like a mechanical fish or something? I don't know. That's, that's yeah, a little you could too do, much. Uh, you could do fish hooks as well. Yeah. 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 If we're adding bait, we can add bugs. That Okay. Bugs. The, bu- the bug update. Yes. <laughs> and I would like to see a fish that you can't, it's like invisible when you're actually in the water, yeah. but the only way to catch it is with the fishing hook. You know, you can't go like scoop it up. Yeah. It's, the only way to catch it is with this like super rare lure mm-hmm. that it will come and like get. I think that that would be great. I, I think that the, 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 I never thought of the fishing system as neat as a system at all. I just thought it was just one of those random things, but yeah, there's, there's so much potential just in that alone. I mean, you could honestly have that be a part of a, a big part of a, uh, an update someday. I would love to see that. Um, my biggest area of the game that I think needs to be fleshed out the most is the in dimension. <laughs> um, cause right now, literally, I think it's been the same. The, uh, the adventure update came out. Um, Oh, I can't remember when. I want to. I, I kind of want to say 2015, but I, I have no idea if that's true or not. Um, but it's been a while, and it, it's not changed since then at all. So you go to the end, you kill the dragon, you open up the portal gateways, you go out to the outer end islands, you look everywhere for an end city with the ship, and then you get your elytra, and that is it, really. I mean, there's really nothing else there other than sh- uh, shulkers, Chorus, plants, and Endermen everywhere. So to me, like, I, I predict actually that the next update, if they're not going to do like a smaller one, sort of like the Busy Bees update where there was just a bug fix update, um, I think that the next update is probably going to be an update to the end dimension. Um, and I, a lot of the developers have talked about this actually and mentioned that uh, they 
it's a it's a hard thing to do because they don't want to take away the barren feeling of the end because it's sort of like its character um but they would like to update it so like i was just thinking there are biomes in the real world that are barren but they're still different from each other so like imagine like you have like really cold um barren mountain ranges Mm -hmm. or like like uh prairies with like little animals like living in the ground and holes and stuff you know like Mm -hmm. the end the end um um, the version of prairie dogs that would be hilarious to see in this, these vast wastelands um, but there's there's just so much potential in the end itself um, but there's a few other things too um, Spark Band you already mentioned food and I agree um, there's really not much to do there and, there and there's a lot of food types that are just not worth the trouble of getting like why would you ever want to get rabbit stew because <laughs> it doesn't really do anything for you I mean you you're just better off getting beef really um i would like to see more totems being added um because right now you only have the one the totem of undying it's really awesome but it seems like there's room for a few more there um the in uh, minecraft dungeons i know you guys play that sometimes uh there's the totem of shielding and um i don't know if you've experienced that in the game at all but apparently you can place it on the ground and uh, within a certain radius of it like it blocks projectiles from hitting you um that would be a cool thing maybe they could implement it in a way where you don't have to place it down um and i thought of an idea um i'm sure other people have thought of it too where there would be like a totem of escape so like if you're flying in the void in the end or if you're bridging over lava and you fall in say like your elytra breaks and you fall into the void or you fall into lava um you get teleported back to safety somewhere and it uses a one of those totems yeah. But um, yeah, it, it, that would be very useful, I think. And one more totem idea that's in dungeons. I think it's called the totem of regeneration, yeah. I think. And you just like put it down and within a certain radius, you just go in there and it like heal you. Um, I think that would you know be a cool totem, kind of like the yeah. shielding one. That's like a placeable item. Yeah, yeah. It would almost be like a um, an automatic uh, golden apple in that way. Like you don't have to eat it. You just have to have it in your hand. And then if you re- reach a certain you know, tick of health or whatever, it activates. I don't know. That would be pretty cool. Um, I do think too, and I've said this many, many times before, everybody looks very boring wearing the same armor. (laughs) I would love to see um, more, um, either ways to customize armor or more variety in armor. Uh, And it doesn't have to be like, you know, you, you find the magic helmet of Sam, you know, somewhere and it has horns or anything, but, and it gives you special abilities. But I would like to see like, Maybe you're, you know, raiding a witch's hut or a, a pillager outpost and you find like um, a, a pillager's robe or something, you know, and it has about the same amount of protection yeah. as like an, an iron chest plate. Kind of like dungeons. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a similar yeah. thing. So like it, it doesn't give you any like extra benefits. It just looks cool, yeah. you know, and so you can piece together a suit of armor that you think looks cool, you know. Yeah. I also think it'd be really cool to play into the archaeology and maybe you can unearth like blacksmith prints you know like plans that have been like buried in pots yeah and you can like incorporate that like trade with the village blacksmith and he'll like make it for you yeah like make you a cool looking chest plate or something. oh that would be cool if the the blacksmith would actually do that for you yeah that would be amazing i would love to see that or if the uh the wandering trader had some had some of these items in their inventory as well yeah that would be really cool because right now they're so useless <laughs> 
Um, because like in the, okay. So imagine like a lot of people say, well, the wandering trader is there. So like people are in the early game who have never played the game before go up to the person, click on them and they like, Oh, where can I get this coral block? There must be a coral reef out there somewhere. Let me go find it. But the thing is that the purpose of the trader should be to trade. And if you're that early in the game and that new to it, chances are you don't have emeralds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, I don't see, I really don't see the usefulness of the wandering trader and that's that's one area. Two yeah. leads. Yeah. Two leads. <laughs> two leads. Yes. And if you ever need to somehow for some reason get llamas angry at you. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> that would that's the only way the uh the trader is useful right now. Um but I do like to see him spawn in and visit occasionally. Yeah. It's fun. Add some life to the game. Two juicy leads walking around. Just, yeah, <laughs> just see two leads walking around sometime. <laughs> like at nighttime, it's just two leads and, the llam- <laughs> and some llamas. Uh-huh. Um, well, I think... Do y'all have any other ideas for um, certain things that need to be fleshed out? Real quick, I think boats need, a, need an update. And yes. Preferably, I really love sails. And maybe bigger boats, more like designs. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe just sails, you know, make your boat go faster. I don't know. Yeah. I think if you, if you like, opened up your crafting table and placed a boat and a banner in there, it should add the banner as a sail to your boat. That would be pretty cool. Absolutely. You wouldn't have to row the boat. It would be more like uh, riding a strider or a pig. Mm-hmm. You know, you just point it in the direction and it's going automatically. You can, like, do other things. Yeah, while and you're doing, you can, you're free to, you're free to do use your hands while the boat is going and you can, like, you know, shoot your bow or, you know, your, throw your trident or whatever. Um, and the thing, the, 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 the payoff would be that you're not in immediate control of your boat while you're doing those things. So that would be pretty cool. I would, I would love to see that a, a boat update. That would be amazing. That then you could have the passenger seat. You could put a crafting table or like a furnace in the passenger seat and then craft or cook things while you're yeah. moving. I like that. Basically, at this point, you're just like a pirate who just yeah. lives on the water. Right. I would, yeah, I want that ability. <laughs> or just any boat, really, that's not a one by one block that you can just kind of sit in. Yeah, you know, I would like to be yeah long boats to walk around in a right. boat, even if you can't place anything, just to have like something that's slightly larger. Yeah, that would be really cool. And then like harbors wouldn't look so boring. Yeah, because you have just a ton of like little bathtub you know sized yeah. boats out there <laughs> yeah. um yeah that would be really awesome i would love to see that um well i think that that's the end of the main discussion thanks guys for joining me in this episode and uh guys stay tuned for the next chapter of Oakenstone academy The moon rose full and bright over the distant snow-capped peaks of the Icehelm Mountains and washed Oakenstone Valley in its silver glow. Headmaster Rebel stood at his bedroom window and watched as the undead emerged from the shadows, wandering aimlessly outside the stone brick walls surrounding the academy and Grindstone Village. It was a quiet night. The students were either milling about in the courtyard below or studying in the newly built library. A tree made of birch logs and diorite blocks had been erected just inside the main gate by one of the more mischievous Arklor students, much to the annoyance of the staff. 
The academy had grown over the past several days. Builders and villagers alike came from every corner of the realm just to join the school, either as students or staff. Grindstone Village was built in a day by a team of eager builders, mostly Arkalor students, and the school's kitchen was soon fully stocked with crops and meat from farmers, butchers, and fishermen. But the greatest fortune came when the head of Nightbane House, Final, took her students exploring in the ruins. After picking around in the creeper-damaged foundations, one student found a passage that led downward under the ground. Final and the students quickly explored the passage and hurried back to the academy to spread the news. They had found the armory, a treasure room, and a large collection of ancient enchanted books. It was beyond anything Rebel had ever imagined. With this horde of relics, the academy was now the most powerful establishment in the realm. The dream of renewing the Free Kingdom seemed to just be within reach. But there was something wrong. Rebel felt an unease growing steadily in his gut. Surely it could not be this easy. Surely the Kingdom could not just spring back to life simply because of an accidental discovery. He knew all too well there were still enemies in the realm. Enemies who would do anything to keep the builders and the villagers from regaining their previous strength. These thoughts continued to fill Rebel's mind as he rolled into bed and closed his eyes. The dragon's egg seemed to watch him fall asleep from its polished andesite pedestal across the room. The dreams came one by one. First, Rebel saw a broken portal frame, surrounded by broiling magma and putrid netherrack. Then a vast city carved out of stone, silent, cold, and lifeless. Then a proud banner, green and gold, unfurled against a blue sky. Last, he found himself flying over absolute void, a strange ship of purple and yellow blocks emerging from the darkness before him. The violet eyes of a dragon's head fastened to its mast bored into his skull as it came towards him faster and faster. Rebel woke and leapt out of bed, steadying himself as a wave of nausea overcame him. Panting, he tried to clear his mind. It was morning now. The sky outside was gray, and sheets of rain pummeled against his window. He glanced at the dragon's egg, silent on its perch, and rubbed his aching head. Those were no ordinary dreams. He was not a superstitious person, but he had seen enough during his journeys as an explorer that he knew there were powers beyond his understanding at work in the world. These dreams meant something, and he knew just how to find out what. The journey to Coral Cove was a short one. Rebel galloped his horse down the southern road, leaving Oakenstone Valley behind as he crossed the border into Witchdance Marsh. The swamplands were dreary in the best of times, but even more so in the rain. Rebel adjusted his iron helmet to keep the rain out of his eyes and continued south as fast as his horse could manage. Around noon he emerged at last from Witchdance, and a wide bay into the gleam-tide sea opened before him. To his right, the sandy shore stretched west for many miles until it met the southernmost point of Shadowheart Forest. To his left sprawled Coral Cove, a settlement of builders and villagers. He had been here many times. Torches and campfires sputtered in the rain as he rode into town, greeted by villagers and builders taking shelter in their shops and homes. The familiar cobblestone road led Rebel between fishermen huts, smithing shops and tanneries, until he came to his destination. The Pig and Parrot, the only potion house south of Oakenstone.
A stable hand took Rebel's horse, and he walked into the cramped, smoky tavern. The place was quiet and nearly empty. A few miners leaned against the bar, talking amongst themselves, as a humming cleric brewed a few drinks for them. At a table in the darkest corner of the room was a familiar figure in a blue robe, a wandering trader. Revel strode across the room and joined her. Welcome, Headmaster. She slid a strength potion across to him. Your favorite, if I remember. Rebel chuckled. You knew I was coming. He took the potion and drank. The cold was banished from his limbs, and he felt invigorated. You have questions, remarked the trader. You have the gift of foresight, old friend, said Rebel. I need you to interpret a dream for me. He told the trader of the visions he had that night. She listened intently to every detail, her eyes narrowing as he spoke. When he had finished, she sighed. That was some dream, she said. But you were wise to come to me. The meaning is plain. The four visions you saw were four quests that must be undertaken in order to restore the free kingdom. The portal has long been broken, but it will bring new allies. The dead city has been silent too long and must be brought back to life. The banner of the king will fly again, but you must find his heir. And finally, those who sail the dragon-headed ship will prepare you for a great battle. Rebel leaned forward. But how can I find all these things? These tasks are impossible. The trader shook her head. You have all the answers in your school, headmaster. It's time for you to study. Rebel said nothing. The rain outside had stopped, and sunlight was beginning to trickle in through the windows. The trader spoke again. I sense something. Something strange connected to you. Rebel nodded, and he told her of the dragon's egg, quietly, so no one could hear. The trader's eyes widened. Be careful, Rebel, she breathed. That is a powerful relic. Some good may come of it, yes. But who knows what evil might follow. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Guys, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. And if you want to take part in the community challenges, if you want to know what's going on with the story, if you want the latest news connected to the Dragon's Egg, please join the Discord and take the quiz to know what team you're on. But also just join the Discord to uh, be a part of the community and, and chat with some of the other people who listen to the show, to chat with me to chat with the other team members, some of the people that you heard earlier in this episode. We would love to see you there. Guys, you can connect with me on Twitter. I'm at RebelJC underscore 92. And if you're feeling particularly generous today, please drop by Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I would love to see that. And again, as always, until next episode, guys, keep digging straight down. Keep digging straight down.